We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh my god. I see myself on the screen. Let's hope that this works. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, you Can you guys see me? Let me make sure. It looks like right now the stream is in the yellow, at least. Okay, good. Okay, good. Hey, you guys. Thank you guys for your patience. So, basically, it looks like YouTube's live streaming has been down all day, off and on. Um, there's a website app called YouTube Down or YouTube something down, honey. So one of my moderators had pulled that up and there had been a lot of gamers and people who were streaming today who were having issues. Um, I also talked to Tracy. She said she was also having issues when she tried to stream on her channel. She was also getting booted off. So something is going on with YouTube. I'm going to try and make it through this really quick. Um, once again, y'all going to learn that fat meat is greasy. Quit bringing up other YouTubers names in my chat blocked. So, um, anyways, first of all, let me just keep it real with y'all. I'm tired, honey. I, I cooked dinner, had two plates and was on the couch, knocked the hell out. Okay. I don't like to stream after dinner. Once I get done eating, I have itis. So I'm trying to like, I was on the couch knocked out. I woke up like, damn, I was supposed to try back again around seven. So right now I'm tired. I want to just go back to bed, but I promise y'all a stream. And I want to, you know, really talk about this whole situation with all these men. Um, so I have my tea here so I can, you know, get my energy up. But yeah, I got itis. So I might be moving kind of slow. Okay, I'm full and I'm tired. <laughs> but I am in the green, so <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, let's see here. We have 700 people in here. You know, I like to wait till we get at least 1,000. <laughs> Y'all are laughing. I'm tired. I was on the couch. Not that I was watching the ID channel. I don't know why I watch that channel so much. All it does is scare me and shit from, from dating and, and, you know, meeting new people. So I was watching some 16-year-old girl got lured off the internet, honey, and, and they the, the crazy child predator killed her and put her in a damn can. After that, I just I went to sleep. I was like, I can't handle this shit. But yes, I, I am. I'm sleepy, honey. Let me go ahead and read these super chats here. So unique like me. Oh, I like the way you spell that. Says, hey, T, um, finally early for a live. Much love. Much love to you, too. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Angelic uh, Nyla says, thank you for the persistence throughout the BS with YouTube. I love your aura and I hope you stay blessed, Auntie. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And thank you for your patience as well. I'm really glad that you guys kind of stayed up with me and you guys are coming. You know, you guys are steadily, steadily trickling back in, so I'm happy. Um, G Chan says, hey, T, finally able to catch a live. Sending you love all the way from Hong Kong. Wow. Thank you so much for the $50 Hong Kong money. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming through. I really appreciate it. So we got about 1,200 people in here. 
Um, let's see here. RJ says, you are truly the only stream I watch. I love you. Thank you, RJ. I love you, too. I really appreciate that. Um, so, like I was kind of explaining in the last stream, thank you, Lady D, for the $5 super chat. Um, Goth Boy says, T, you should hire a hacker or security person to make sure no one is messing with your stream. Thank you. No, it's a it's a YouTube issue, and it was happening to a lot of people. Now, what I have done, um, like I was saying prior, is that I upgraded. Because the thing is, I've only really been streaming for like six months. Like you got people who know me know, like streaming was never my thing. I'm an editor. Um, I prefer to edit just because it just gives me like peace of mind. That's kind of my outlet is editing and being able to tell a story with video. But I understand I have to get with the times and most people like streaming and I kind of like it this way, too, because then because editing takes me so long with this. We're able to interact while I tell the story of what's going on. So one thing we had figured out yesterday with the mods is because my streams have grown so much. That's so that's part of the issue, too, is that when I first started streaming, you know, we probably get like two thousand, three thousand people. Non-average, if I'm streaming on just like a typical afternoon, sometimes we can get anywhere from twelve to 15,000. So because of that, that's a lot of bandwidth. That's a lot of stress. So I upped my internet service provider, like my megabit speed per second. I upped it from like 275 to the highest I could get it, which was a business package um, for 1,000. So hopefully that will make a big difference um, as I continue streaming. You know what I mean? But there's only so much I can do on my end. Like, even now, I'm hardwired in through an Ethernet. I'm not on Wi-Fi. A lot of it still is on YouTube. So, right, so earlier today, you know, there wasn't a hacking issue. It was just, you know, YouTube was down for a lot of people as far as streaming. And another thing, too, we have to remember is that more people are home. You know, because of the whole C-19, more people are home. More people are watching YouTube. So, it's causing more stress on their servers. So, you know, all we can do is try and fight through it. So I appreciate that. I'm Shakur DeAndre, sent 499, says, just for the love, XO. Thank you so much, Shakur. I appreciate it. So now before, um, let me see here, before I get onto the story, let me finish telling you guys I wanted to show people how to find the Discord link because that's, it's mainly the people 35 and up that are just super confused. So I'm going to walk y'all through the steps, okay? Um, and don't feel bad. There's a little bit of a learning curve. But um, when you sign up for my Discord, you have to either go through my Patreon or through my YouTube membership. When I'm on Patreon, I usually either send out an email or I make a post. When I make a post on Patreon, it goes directly to your email. At that point, and I've been, I've been updating every day. So the links only last 24 hours, and then I put up the new link. So just check your email, or else you can go onto the post on Patreon, and you'll see the link there. With YouTube membership, it's a little bit different. So let me show you guys my screen really quick so I can show you guys how to find the link. Because a lot of you guys signed up for the membership, and then y'all don't know where to find the link. So let me show y'all. Uh, Ray Scott said you're, you were confused as hell. Yeah, I've been getting that from people. So I said, let me just show you guys directly. So give me just a moment here to pull up everything. Okay, so what you're going to do once you sign up for the membership, you have to go to my YouTube channel. So you got to go onto my main YouTube page 
um, Lovely TTV. Then there's tabs up here. So then what you want to do is click on the community tab. Okay. So like this is like when you come to my page, you'll be automatically on the home. So right now it shows that I'm live. You can see my prior videos. You want to click on the community tab. This is where I speak to my members. So sometimes I make things public, but most of the stuff here is for members only. So once you go to the community tab, you'll see where it says members only, and you will see the link to the discord. This link does not work. It's expired. So in case somebody tries to copy it, you can't get in because it's expired. So I will put the new link here. All I do is update this. Um, I usually just update it once a week. So like the last fresh one was a week ago. This was from yesterday. So all I do is go in here and I just update the link. So once I update the link, you click on there and then you sign up for the discord. So for everybody who's signing up for a membership on YouTube, that is where you find the discord link. Um, YouTube does not provide me with your email, so I cannot email you the link. You have to go to my community page. Capiche? <laughs> so I hope that just makes sense for people who are confused on where to find it. Because um, I don't want it to be a situation where people pay their money and it's like, well, where is the link? Where is the link? You have to go onto my community page to get it. And if you sign on via Patreon, then it's posted. We have access to your emails on Patreon. We can email you. So I hope that makes sense, you guys. Um, and for the people asking how to join, the links, let me see here. I will post the link if the mods could just repost them if people ask, because I don't want to keep posting links. This is the YouTube link to join the membership. And this is the YouTube link to join the Patreon. So you can pick whichever one works for you, but I just put both those links in the chat box and if the mods could copy and paste that to your desktop and just throw it in there as people ask i'd appreciate that so we got that off thank you cameron roach for the 15 um dollars i appreciate the super chat um nina patuna says we appreciate everything you do auntie but don't forget to put yourself first i recently had to learn that the hard way god bless you amen that is so true sometimes we forget you know we take on so many so many stressors, you know what I'm saying? And we forget to like sleep and eat and literally just take a breather for ourselves. So thank you for the reminder. Because sometimes I have to remind myself like you're running yourself ragged. And if I keep running myself ragged, I'm going to end up in the hospital and I don't want to do that. So after this, I'm definitely going to go get some sleep. But I really want to get this stream off. I just didn't want to come back and, you know, a whole new day. And you know how social media is. The, the cycle goes so quick. I didn't want to, you know, hold off on this story. Um, but thank you. That damn Deborah says, hope you know you're my girl. Definitely love. I would definitely love. Hold on. Definitely someone I would hang with. Love your consistency. Keep doing you. Thank you so much, sis. And thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. So it looks like we have about 3,000 people in here. So we can get started. Welcome all the new members. Thank you guys for joining. Um, Janelle sends $5. She says, here I thought about how about instead of adding your discord link to the community page why not a link option form once they've option they receive the link it's going to be on the community page because it's i don't want the link to be public so we put it on the membership page because that that link is only for members if we make it public where everybody can see it that would defeat the purpose i don't want any and everybody in my discord i only want members and people who are coming there for a sole purpose. If it was free, it would just be all types of chaos. 
So that's why it's done the way it is. Um, but thank you. So let me go ahead and get started here. Oh, it's a lot to uncover. I have so many notes. So I want to go ahead and talk about the whole Bow Wow situation. So we can start with that. So there's been a lot of things that I've been noticing lately with a lot of male celebrities. And a lot of male, like we've been saying for months now, 2020 is the year of exposure. And you have a lot of male celebrities and some females, but mainly males, they're being exposed. And things that may have happened in the past are now coming back to light. So I want to start with the Bow Wow situation. And um, if you guys don't know, I didn't post it yesterday on Instagram because it was some people getting exposed. I was like, you know, what? let me just take notes. We're going to do a live stream. OK, so Bow Wow was trending all over social media yesterday because new audio leaked. If you guys remember, he was dating this girl named Kiyomi and she was on Grown Up Hip Hop ATL. That's how we were first introduced to her. Um, I believe she's like a video vixen. You know, she's dated a few other high profile people. But at the time she was dating Bow Wow. And I've and I remember doing videos on them. Their relationship was extremely toxic. They fought all the time. She was extremely jealous. He was very jealous. He had all types of issues. He would talk to her crazy. She would talk to him crazy. And a few months after the show went off the air, they had a huge situation where they put hands on each other. Bow Wow's face was all scratched up. Kiyomi looked like she also had a rough night with him. And then video came out of Kiyomi in the elevator. And Bow Wow was bucking up to her and grabbing her hand. You know, it's kind of scary. And at that point, everybody was kind of confused with the whole dynamic. We didn't know if she was the one being, you know, the antagonizer because she came off very jealous during the taping of um, Grown Up Hip Hop. But then, we also, but then we also know that Bow Wow, a.k.a. Shad Moss, has a little man complex, okay? This is the same man. Anytime he's in a picture with females, he's standing on his damn tippy toes, okay? We've seen pictures of him with Sierra. He's on his tippy toes. With, you know, any woman that's taller than him, he's literally on his tippy toes, okay? So now, audio leaked yesterday, and in this audio, Kiyomi's talking about how Bow Wow punched her in the stomach and caused her to miscarry. And you can hear Bow Wow going off on her, you know, cussing her out, threatening her. It's a really disturbing audio. So I want you guys, I'm going to play this for you guys about two minutes long. So I want you guys to go ahead and listen to this here. So give me just a second. Let me go ahead and play it real quick. This man hit me in my stomach. Yeah, he hit her in her stomach. Uh, I saw <laughs> So I saw that with my own eyes. No, like it's no way like not with my own eyes, but all four of my eyes. <laughs> no, because that they, they not having any type of concern for you or your well being by doing that. You know, he knows she's pregnant right here in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? Don't even, she don't even pop out, bro. Don't even, just don't even say anything. You I want to leave. Room, do anything, same thing. Watch what I do to your shit. I want to leave. Watch what I do to your shit. Yo, mama. Okay. Your sister. All right. Watch what I do, bro. Okay. You're going to be playing. Listen, Ooh. you can't say stuff. I'm telling you, bro. You can't break something you ain't made. If you try to, you know. You can't break. Nobody, bro. I ain't nobody, so I'm let not. me leave. Bro. 
If not. I'm not nobody, so let me leave. Not. I'm nobody, but you got me in this room like a fucking prisoner. Not. I'm just trying You're to figure out. Bitch. So why can't I leave? Because you ain't busting a move, baby. You can't get around. <laughs> I got to fight you to get out the room. I guess so. Man, boy. I'm going to burn you, boy. I'm going to burn you, boy. You toast, boy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yo, Judge, you better tell her, boy. Just. Warner now, you better stay on her side, boy. She don't know she fuck with, boy. I ain't them niggas you fuck with, boy. I'm very powerful in this shit, I'm telling you right now. You won't work a day in your motherfucking life fucking with me. I'm telling you right now, nigga. Oh, no, you think I'm playing. Just, she think I'm playing. She think I'm playing. She think I'm playing like I will not take my whole 2019 to be just fuck over her life. And everybody she involved with. You think, she think it's a game, bro. You have a hard time, nigga. I'm trying to tell you right now, boy. You have a hard time. Okay, shot. You won't have a hard time. Can I just have a hard time? You have a hard time, nigga. You have a hard time. Okay, I'm, I'm just, ready to leave. Just in my room, bud. In my room. I know you're not. I just want to leave. We can talk. Do you believe on God? AD, we can talk. Do you believe? I don't want to talk to you. You just said I said right here. We can talk. Do you believe? I don't want to talk to you. Well, whatever you can say to me. To me, you can I say what you want. I don't want nobody to leave. I swear on the Bible, bro. I'm not about to Better got a pillow to cover and come back. You can put the lock on the door. I ain't gonna move. Okay, so you guys just heard that. That was really disturbing. So let me go ahead and read this super chat real quick. Um, Brianna E sent twenty four ninety nine. She says, "Hey T, love you, sis, and your content. Thanks for always keeping it real. I finally caught a live. LOL. Thank you. I appreciate you for joining me tonight. Thank you for the super chat, um, Tiana." Monet says, I've been trying to catch a lie for four weeks, LOL. You told me a few weeks ago to protect my energy, and I did, and I got a publishing deal. You're the best. Oh, my God. Congratulations to you. That's what's up. I'm glad you were able to protect your energy. You know what I'm saying? Leave the naysayers where they're at and focus on what you're trying to do with your life. So congratulations on that publishing deal. Thank you for coming through. Um, let's see here. Eden S. says, hey, T, I've been sipping since 2009. I wrote in for some advice that you made a video about, and I was dragged in the comment section, but everything worked out. Love you and many blessings. Thank you so much. I miss when I used to do those advice, um, well, I don't want to call them shows. I guess advice videos where people would write in, and then I would do videos on their advice. I was like, yeah, you're definitely old school, because I haven't done that since like probably 2011. So I'm glad that the advice helped you, because yeah, people would be giving their own two cents on top of my two cents. So thank you so much for coming through. Now, back to the whole Bow Wow situation. That was extremely disturbing to watch. I saw a lot of people say that it was very triggering. Um, you heard her talk about how he punched her and the way he was threatening her. You know, the whole, you know, almost like he feels like he made her. I'll make it so you'll never work in this industry again. I'll make it so won't nobody fuck with you. You won't have a career. And this is why I tell you guys all the time, everything that glitters is not gold. 
So while females were looking at their relationship, once again, as relationship goes, and thinking, you know, Kiyomi done came from North Carolina to, you know, Atlanta, and she's made it, she bagged Bow Wow, look at the nonsense she has to deal with. You know, the way he was talking to her was just insane. He acts like he birthed her, you know. But this also goes back to say, um, I remember when Erica Mena was calling out Bow Wow for being abusive to her. And a lot of people dismissed it because Erica Mena herself has been abusive to men. We've seen her whoop on her baby's father. You know what I'm saying? So she's not innocent when it comes to domestic violence situations. But she was not lying about Bow Wow. Because she was calling him out for years. That's why they ended up not getting married. And then now that this has come out with um, Kiyomi, once again, it's basically solidifying everything that Erica Mena said. So I think Bow Wow has a lot of issues. But again... What I find very interesting is the whole Kiomi Bow Wow situation. It went down in like early, like late 2018, early 2019. It is now 2020. Why is this audio resurfacing? Why? Because some people are saying that they've heard it before. I personally have never heard the audio until yesterday. Other people are saying that it's new audio. So I don't know. But this is my first time hearing it. So I find it very funny that. That audio came out yesterday, and of course, Bow Wow was getting drugged all over social media. Folks were going in on him because it, it showed us another side of Bow Wow behind the scenes. And now it might make sense as to why he ended up with all them scratches on his face. Because if he was putting hands on it, because you heard her say, you said you never hit me again. Again, ladies, I say this to reiterate. You can't go off of somebody's words. It has to be their actions. And if somebody hits you once, most likely they'll hit you again and again and again. So it's better to just get up out the situation. I've known not one but two women who have lost their lives to domestic violence. One was, well, actually, one was a co-worker and one was my co-worker's sister. She was in a very abusive relationship with her child's father. They kept trying to get her out the situation. She kept going back to him, you know, for the child, thinking it would get better and her baby's father ended up basically beating her to death and he ruptured her liver and she died on her living room floor at the age of 18. So domestic violence is very real. It's not a joke. Um, Tom Tem Entertainment says Bow Wow sounds like he's on drugs calling her calling her a boy. It sounds scary. Yeah, he sounds like he's really bugging. Thank you for the super chat. Like he just, you know, but again, that's how he is. That's what it seems like. That's his demeanor. Okay, you guys can see me? Okay, perfect. I just wanted to make sure because I couldn't see any comments. So I refreshed it real quick. Okay. So the other girl was a really pretty girl. I worked with her for years. Okay. A lot of dudes were on her jock. Nice body. No kids. Real smart girl. College educated. But I remember she was in a relationship with this man, and I thought he was cool. Real funny guy. We all worked together. You know what I'm saying? And when he bagged her, he was so boosted, like, oh, you know, she's my girl. And then we found out, you know, a few years down the line that he was putting his hands on her, beating her bad. So she ends up finally leaving him, and then she gets into another situation with another man. I don't know this other guy that she was dating, all I know is I had moved back to Minnesota at the time, 
And I get a call from my friends um, down in North Carolina that they found her dead in a closet. She had gotten herself into another abusive relationship and the man ended up killing her. He shot her and left her body in a closet and she was found a few days later. So domestic violence is no joke. You know what I'm saying? Those are just two cases that I that personally affected me. You know, and those women just happened to die, so that might be the extreme, but they're real stories. You know, maybe that's why I watch the ID channel. I, I don't know. But um take it seriously. You know, don't take it as a joke. Don't be so mystified by the person's title, their status in society. That means nothing. That means nothing if you could possibly be killed. You know, because the way he was talking to her and his little man complex, I could see him choking her. And, and that's the problem with domestic violence. A lot of that rage and a lot of that so-called passion, it can just pop up. Where when they're doing it and they're in the heat of the moment, they don't even realize that they're taken to the extreme where they're killing this person. Because the first woman I was talking about who got killed by her baby's father, you know, he was remorseful. They gave him 10 years in prison, but he said he just couldn't stop kicking her. He was so mad. He just kept kicking her, kept kicking her. And then he didn't stop until she stopped moving. And by then it was like, oh my God, what did I do? He killed her in front of their child. Ruptured her liver. So imagine how hard he was kicking her over and over and over again to rupture her liver. So yeah, it's no joke. It's no joke. And people need to stop downplaying it. And if you are really in an abusive relationship, get out. You know? And it might be easier said than done. But try and find an exit strategy. So now, that was the one thing with Bow Wow. So then... Earlier that day, even before the Bow Wow situation, we had a situation with Odell Beckham Jr. And for y'all who don't know who Odell Beckham Jr. is, um, he's a football player. He used to, I, I don't think he plays for New York anymore, but um, he used to play for New York. Very talented. Um, Selena Powell, Chief Keith's baby's mother, and I forget the other chicken head's name. They were all on Adam 22's podcast. And I don't know what Adam22 has going on. You know, I, I catch him sometimes. I know he's a subscriber of my channel. Um, but I don't know, like, what is this thought hour, Adam, where he just has them come on and tell their groupie tales. So they're on here, and they're basically talking about, you know, men that they smashed, and they get on to Odell Beckham Jr. And they're basically saying that Odell Beckham Jr. wanted Chief Keith's baby's mother to... Shit on them. This audio was just so disgusting. Watching these young women talk like this was just so disgusting. Just a very low vibrational, very demonic vibe. This is just sick. I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this video. If you got a weak stomach, honey, you may want to hit mute and come back. You can Girl. keep it. Oh! <laughs> okay, I will tell y'all the story. Oh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> we're we're allegedly. avoiding lawsuits here. Yeah, mm -hmm. Allegedly. We're dodging. Okay. Them. Yes, he loves Tell to be you. shitted on. Ooh. Okay. okay, that was my first time ever. I never you did it. You actually no, did I, it? I actually couldn't shit. Okay, I couldn't <laughs> shit. Okay, I couldn't <laughs> Like I'm a wild ass. I, yeah. I could do some freak asshole mm -hmm. shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the shit part, you, <laughs> you can't shit. just do that to me like on the spot. What like shit, shit on right me. now? Okay, he wanted me to come on a plane 
And he was like, make sure you don't have any underwear. Don't take a shower for 24 hours. And I'm like, damn, what the fuck you on? But he was like, take a picture. This is how I got flown out. He was like, take a picture of me. You shitting. So I was like, all right, fuck. I could do that. <laughs> so I took a whole video, bitch. What you want? I was like, I, I love you. You took a video? Of me shitting. So I sent it to him. I got like the next maybe two hours I was wow. in Houston. Was it like a selfie video? How did you do this? I was just I like, need that. I need, I need lessons. Shitting. Just like <laughs> I made it sexy as possible. Of course. I'm okay. gonna do that. I feel like anything things. you do is sexy. I just we got the blueprint here. Fuck it. The exclusive on No Jumper, babe. So you, you just heard what she had to say. Now these are grown women. I know for a fact she's a mother because she has a baby with Chief Keith. Okay. So she's up here talking about Odell Beckham Jr. gave her money to fly out to her and told her not to wash up for, for 24 hours. He wanted her stuff funky. And then on top of that, in order for her to even get to that level, she had to film herself shitting and sending it to Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, the fact that they're talking about this, like this is just normal behavior, is sad. And then you and there was even females. You know what I'm saying? Time about all oh, they're getting their money. Y'all need to quit hating, hating, and you better hope it's not your man. You know, asking them to shit on them and let them do them. That's their business. Of course, it's their business. But if you make it public, I, you damn right, I'm gonna have an opinion about it. I think this shit is disgusting. Okay, and you know, at some point in time, there has to be some type of cooth about yourself. Okay, especially for being a young woman. This, this is the next generation of mothers. And we're basically trying to normalize shitting on people. It was nasty when Biggie Smalls did that skit on his on his um, album way back in what nineteen ninety eight, whenever um, the first Notorious album came out. That skit to me, I always found that really disgusting. And the fact that they're bragging about it. So basically, Odell Beckham Jr. responded. Let me pull up what he had to say. He didn't have to say much, but basically he says, "Let me see, where is it at?" You can't knock me off my pivot no matter what shit is thrown my way. Then he made like a, you know, crying emoji. You know, but again, the sad part is these are the type of women that a lot of these guys run behind, idolize, chase, and put on a pedestal. These women right here. She got her whole, her whole boob here, <laughs> nipple kind of be, you know, trying to cover her nipple, middle finger up. I mean, they just look a hot ratchet mess. But see, they can get away with this ratchetness because they're racially ambiguous. Let that be three dark-skinned females talking that same bullshit about shitting on somebody. There'd be no excuses. But I was shocked at the people even trying to co-sign this fuckery. Now, as far as Odell Beckham, the crazy thing about that is I feel like we don't even know if this is true. Like, let's keep it real. We, we have no idea if this is even true. Selena's the same girl who went for months and said she was pregnant by Offset, only to find out it was one of her friends' baby. So she's been known to lie just to, you know, for clout. And the sad part is these women can just sit here and lie and, and say this, and nobody's going to question it because the lie sounds a lot better than the truth. So even if he's never met this woman, never offered her any, you know, scat play, whatever they call it, Nobody's even going to question it because this sounds so much juicier than it not being true. So it's really sad how somebody can just come out and lie and literally ruin somebody's reputation 
or have the whole industry giving them the side eye based off of her story. Because Odell Beckham Jr. was trending all over social media. You know, I mean, a lot of major outlets were reporting on this. I mean, that is disgusting to be tied to something like this. Is it glitching? Is it okay? Okay, I see it jump back up. I always thought Odell Beckham Jr. was into men. I think I think Odell Beckham Jr. definitely swings both ways. I'll never forget that video. When he went underwater, it was him and a bunch of men in like a hot tub. And he came up like, the royal penis is clean, your highness. I was like, what the fuck? Where he come from? Like, why are you underwater with your homeboys? Like, what was you down there doing? Who was you sucking off? So I've always gotten them vibes from Odell. That's his business. He can do what he want to do. If he wants these girls to shit on him, if he wants to, you know, blow his boys, that's his business. But the fact that this is like a viral story is just disgusting to me. Um, let me see here. Marvin D says, hey, T, send, uh, hey, TT, send $10. Thank you so much, Marvin. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming through. Ashley Ophelion says, somebody said they look like the Kanker sisters from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all are wilding. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, that herbal dude says, may your spiritual energy be recharged. I know this work can be exhausting. Thank you so much. I know you're an OGT sipper because I recognize the name. So thank you for coming through and thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Okay, so booty jaw out. Oh, God. Here goes YouTube bugging again. I'll refresh the screen. And y'all go ahead and come back because it was at like 7,000. Now it's down to like two. So once again, YouTube is tripping. We're going to keep on with the stream, okay? So, as far as the Odell Beckham Jr. thing, I found that really strange how that just kind of came out of nowhere. Because usually he's low-key. You don't really hear his name tied to too much mess. So, I, that was very interesting that that ended up being a trending topic. Um, Gouldal says, Demon Sperm was trending on Twitter one time. I remember that that was because of that doctor, the one who was talking about how to prevent C-19. I remember that whole situation. So let me go ahead. Um, is this still working? Okay, you guys are back. Okay, good. I see it jumping back up. So now I want to get on the whole Joe Budden thing. How long have I been on here? I've been on here for 36 minutes. So I'm a, I want to get on here, be done with this within the next hour, just because I see this stream is tripping. So the whole Joe Budden thing, right? We got to talk about this. Now, I have been following everything with him. I don't post on everything Joe Budden or just his situation, but I've been keeping up with everything. So earlier in the week, Joe Budden was caught out by Tahiri Jose, who is his ex-girlfriend, and she was on Hollywood Unlocked. And she basically accused Joe Budden of beating her. And she was telling her story um, she also talked about how Jonathan Fernandez from Love and Hip Hop, I don't know what city, honey, I'm going to say New York, um, how he didn't have her back and all this other stuff. And then Jonathan responded back to Tahiri and Joe Budden also responded back to Tahiri as well. So I want you guys to go ahead and watch this video with um, Tahiri, Joe Budden, and then Jonathan. So give me just a second to show you guys this really quick.
oh, I don't walk around throwing apples or fighting a man. Like, I've been beaten before. I, I, I you know, that relationship left me with a fractured rib. Uh, a broken nose because somebody was sending him a message. And, and I used to always say, yo, stop beefing out there. Oh, I'm out there still working. Um, and he hit me on that nose and then pushed me down a flight of stairs. I remember having to talk him out of letting me go that day. I remember having a plan to leave because the reason why he was so upset was because I was already leaving, um, looking through my phone and shit. But I had already told him, give me two weeks to pack up my things. Um, and he agreed to and then started looking through my phone. Next thing you know, I, I got woken up by him dragging me from my ankle. Mm. I managed to get up from that floor. I remember having everything in my bag, all the things that I needed to have in that bag, my my passport, my birth certificate, you know, the shit that I needed. That's all I needed to get some money that I had already. Oh, I don't walk around throwing apples or fighting a man. Like, I... So this is Joe Budden's response to Tahiri. Young lady, we were toxic. We're talking about 24 and 25-year-old Joe, 25-year-old, 26-year-old you. We were toxic to each other. And I'm glad that the climate has changed and we are able to have some conversations today that we couldn't have that we couldn't have back then. Because today I'm very comfortable saying you were abusive. (laughs) You used to beat my ass. You threw shit. You hit me. You kicked me. You did a whole bunch of shit that's not normal for a man to speak out about because it makes you appear less manly. Mm -hmm. But that was a really, really toxic situation. Okay, so now here goes Jonathan talking about it. Hey, girl, as soon as I get this, you must have an obsession with me because let me tell you something. Going like this in my face, snuffing me. Going like that. Let me tell you something, because you need to have hands put on you. That's what you need. That's what you need. This, again, with the violence and stuff. And I'm looking at her. I'm stepping back, and I'm like, you're being very aggressive. You're being very aggressive. I've never put my hands on a woman, so you need to back up, because I won't be able to defend myself against you. Please, back up and get out of my face. So I look over to the producers of the show, and they had to rush in, and security had to rush in and basically peel her back up off of me. That makes me the fourth man that she was aggressive towards. Now, I'm not here to defend anybody. I'm not here. Everybody's story is everybody's story. Nobody was there but her and the people that she is accusing. What I do know is when I have seen her be aggressive towards men and had I black. Hey, girl, as soon as I get this hook. Okay, so you guys just heard that. Okay, so... That was the drama with Joe Button and Tahiri. And I will say this. I do feel like I, Joe Button definitely has a background of being abusive towards women. Um, we've known this. We've been known about this forever. Esther Baxter, who he once dated, also talked about Joe Button abusing her as well and causing her to have a miscarriage. The whole thing with him and Tahiri, that's been out there. But I also feel like Tahiri is also not 100% innocent either. You know what I'm saying? Um, just Even that whole Apple situation on marriage boot camp where that dude jumped up and like grabbed her and choked. I think it was Vado. I thought that was disgusting. But then even before then, she threw an apple at him and 
they didn't talk about that. So it's like, you know, at the end of the day, nobody should be putting their hands on nobody. Men, women, vice versa, right? So Tahiri has always had that reputation that she does fight men and that she goes back and forth with men. And that's what Jonathan was basically co-signing. So that was one thing. So he addressed that and it seemed to go away. But then what happened uh, yesterday is that court documents leaked out about him and Sin Santana, him putting his hands on her, abusing her in the bedroom, and then audio also leaked out of Sin and Joe's private conversation. Sin claims like one of her friends um, leaked the audio, but her response was just, she just did a lot of talking and didn't say shit. So I got tired of listening to her response to how the audio leaked. But I'll play you guys a snippet of that as well. But I'm going to go ahead and play you guys. the, And I tried to fix the audio because the audio with her and Joe Budden sounded like shit. So I tried to fix it in post. I know we're discussing that. I swear it would just go so much different if you and I could talk. Uh, I don't know why you were so intimidated. But we're talking. So you know what I mean? Come on, man. Come on, come on. Cut this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want me to zoom in in person so you can chase me again and drag me? I'm good. Drunk still, right? No, I was not drunk. I'm very aware of what was happening. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph Anthony Budden Jr. Joseph Anthony Budden Jr. Let's not play these games, please. Let's go back to the baby. Let's go back to the baby. Okay, okay I see what's going on. I'm okay. check this out. I'm just trying to be vulnerable with you, and you won't allow me to. Mm-hmm. The lawyers mm-hmm. are going to drag. Just listen to me. The lawyers are going to drag this, and I am in support of the lawyers dragging it. So, what would you like me to do? I'm in support of... Listen. Listen. No, okay, finish the sentence. The lawyers are going to drag this and what? You're in support of it and then what? I'm in support of the lawyers dragging it the way that they are. You and I, at some point, have to get better than this. That's, that's all. I don't know what to say. I don't know if I should hit you back in, what, six months or some shit. Before, I don't know what to do. You tie in my hands every possible avenue. You're getting, like, you're being cold. Joseph, you want to know something? Yeah. Yes. I can speak to you when you get out of this delusional state that you're in. And you, and you could take accountability like a man and treat me like the woman that you were about to marry and the mother of your baby boy. That's when I can speak to you. Can I ask you a question, sir? I'm, I'm so glad that you said that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How, how, how can one do that if all you do is cut off every avenue? Okay, people were saying it sounded really bad. Y'all can go and try and hear it on YouTube. It sounds bad on YouTube, too. Like, it just sounds like crap. Like I said, I try to fix it. But, yeah, it sounds really bad, muffled. I That's how you can tell. I think the person who recorded it, they recorded it in a sneaky way. It's almost like Sin was playing it for that person. 
and the person was low-key recording in their purse because the audio sounds like shit. So it's almost like a third party was recording the original audio, and that's how it got out. So, look, uh, King Capone, no, King Kappa says, horrible, but I appreciate it, T. No, you're welcome. Um, like I said, y'all can just go and try and listen to it. I couldn't stand listening to it online. I had to, like, lower the, the audio tones because it just sounded really muffled. Um, let me see here. So after that went viral, Sin caught herself trying to address it. I'll play a little bit of what Sin has to say, but, honey, she just went around the mulberry bush for me. It was all this. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, and I thought it was my friend, and her... She just couldn't, like, her story just made no sense. So y'all go ahead and check this out. I'm only gonna play a small snippet. I can't listen to Sin talk for ten minutes. Like, I'm still a human being. I have the right. We have the right to privacy. We have the right to deal with whatever it is that we deal with on our own time. It's no secret that we broke up. And and at the time, at the time of our breakup, coming off of postpartum depression, that was tough. Being a new mom, that was tough. Trying to figure myself out, learning myself again. Like, you deal with all these challenges as a woman, as a mother. The last thing you want to deal with is a heartbreak. The last thing you want to deal with is a breakup. You're planning a wedding in your head. You know, there, there's things that you're planning for. Which is a joke, by the way, because it's God's plan, not yours. We always plan, but God always shows us something, huh? Anyways, I'll write in my diary. <sighs> my point is, we're still human. You have no point, like, Sin. Move, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, she has no point at all. Like, I, I listened to the whole nine minutes, and I, I, I learned nothing new. Okay? How did the audio get out? Like I said, it sounded like she recorded the audio. This was a recorded conversation. So if Joe didn't record it, you had to record it. And I believe she was sharing it with somebody that she thought was a friend or a family member. And like I said, that sneaky mofo was recording it themselves on their own phone. Because the audio is so shitty. But you can hear the parts where she talks about Joe dragging her. And now she's trying to clean it up and, you know, run around the mulberry bush. But that doesn't, you know, negate the fact that she was dragged. But her response was just, I ain't got time. Okay. Um, she didn't say shit. I'm a mother and I have a son and we deserve privacy. You could have said that in two minutes. She said like ten times. We get it. Let me go ahead and read these super chats. Kelly Johnson says, hey, T, watching you since I was in middle school. And now I'm a sophomore in college. I love you. I was wondering if you were going to make a video on Jacob Blake um, from a fellow Minnesotan. Thank you so much and thank you for the super chat. 
No, I'm not. I'm not making a video on that. But thank you. I appreciate the super chat. Um, Shannon G sends $10. Thank you, Shannon. I appreciate that. Chubby Westside says, just had to show you some love. You're looking beautiful as always. Thank you for giving us the real damn tea. Love you, tea. Stay blessed. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you for coming through. Thanks. Um, let's see here. Young Kobe says, Joe better watch out. Peter coming for that dog. Peen Piper. <laughs> You're a mess. Thank you. Um, Nico Dallas says, oh, snap, y'all. T's on. Thank you for keeping us entertained at all hours of the day. Love you, boo. Love you, too. Thank you for coming through. Um, let's see here. Draco Koda, uh, Kodak says, you're the best T. You keep me going during quarantine. Thank you. I appreciate it, you guys. So, like I said, her response was just weird. So then on top of that, the court documents leaked out. So it's just a lot of stuff hitting Joe all at one time. So in the court documents, I'm going to read to you some of that, where Sin is talking about how Joe chased her and put hands on her. And then she also talks about something very disturbing that Joe does, okay? So I want to read this to you guys. Okay, so this is the abuse one here. So let me start. Okay, so she says... To prevent me from calling 911, the defendant snatched my phone away from me. To his surprise, however, he accidentally answered a call from someone who heard the altercation. The defendant left the room with my phone, telling me to get the fuck out. As I was half naked during the defendant's assault, I got dressed and hurriedly prepared my escape. I returned to the house. I returned to the I returned the house keys to the defendant. And asked for my phone, which he refused to give me, choosing instead to taunt me by saying I should call the police. Defendant then dragged me to the door where I again wiggled free of his grip, only to have him charge at me again. Although I grabbed my umbrella to protect myself, he took it away and overpowered me, forcing me into a position where I was unable to use my hands and arms. Despite de desperate to get away from him, I spit on the defendant which caused him to back up just enough, then I could flee the house for, safe, for the safety of my vehicle. I have not returned to the house since the date except to retrieve my personal belongings while accompanied with friends. I thank God that at the time of the incident, Lexington was in the care of my mother. So that is, that's just one of the abuse situations. This is like almost a 10-page document. I did read all pages. I'm not going to read them tonight because I'm not in the mood to be Mother Goose. But I just wanted to read you guys a bit of that. And then this is the part where it gets really disturbing. Let me pull this up here. So in this part, let me see. She says, I have no doubt that the defendant loves Lexington and Lexington loves his father. I want them to have a relationship and enjoy each other's company. Apart from the fact that he suffers from substance abuse, which impedes his ability to properly care for Lexington, most of the defendant's actions with our son are loving and appropriate. However, I have observed him kissing our son on the lips with an open mouth. Although I believe this is an this is an intended this is intended as playful demonstration of affection. It is nonetheless inappropriate and underscores the defendant's inability to adhere to respectful boundaries. 
notwithstanding that I have told the defendant to stop this behavior. He persists. Unfortunately, I have noticed Lexington beginning to emulate this conduct when he gives when he gives kisses to others. This is behavior which I'm trying to correct. Then she goes on to say, the defendant has a male dog whom he loves and showers with attention. While most of the defendant's interactions with this dog are appropriate, I have observed on several occasions one particularly bizarre behavior by the defendant. Without putting too without putting too fine without putting too fine a point on it, to say that the defendant has not only expressed concern for the dog's lack of sexual partner, but he has personally assumed responsibility for relieving any pent-up canine sexual tension. The defendant, for reasons I cannot fathom, has personally masturbated the dog. The defendant repeatedly states that he sees this function as his responsibility since there's no bitches around to provide sexual outlet for the dog. Honey, let me go ahead and stop there. Okay. On that note, let me let me let me get a sip. I wasn't ready for that. You got they're talking about Joe is jerking off the damn dog. He's kissing the poor baby with an open mouth. Why? Why? We got viruses out here. Don't know where your mouth has been. You don't need to kiss a, a small child with an open mouth. You really, really shouldn't be kidding. You know, like maybe quick peck on the lips. That's cool. You're not at a certain age. But you don't need to open your mouth to kiss the baby, okay? That's not that's not good. There's too many germs can be passed. Um, so on top of what she said, okay, so that was the receipt. Like I said, this was 10 pages. I've been out here for 54 minutes. Yes, this was 10 pages. That was just two pages that I read to y'all. The whole court document just blew me away. So then what was even more disturbing, he started trending, of course, and they were, he was trending about the dog situation. Well, you know social media, they don't miss anything. So people went and they found old audio of Joe Budden, and this is what he was saying. Let me go ahead and pull this up here. You can't make this shit up. So this audio is now going viral and folks were tagging PETA. Honey, people were tagging white people. They was tagging random white people on Twitter. Random white man, Joe over here abusing dogs. Y'all got to do something about this shit. Honey, Twitter was having a field day yesterday. If you were white on Twitter, you were getting tagged in Joe's video. <laughs> they were wilding, honey. Let me go ahead and play this video for you. You can't make this shit up. Give me just a second here. All right, listen to this video. <laughs> Basie, it's okay. My God, right? I'm sorry. Baby. It's a girl. We're just using slurs. Don't worry about it. Why do I always want to make the dog feel good by playing with their fucking privates? Stop raping See, my that, dog. That's how I know that he's not a real animal uh, lover. Because I don't play with my pets. Anybody with a pet, you come on, you did a little something down there, man. Made your dog feel good. <laughs> I don't know. I've never done Well, you've never <laughs> Basie, it's okay. <sighs> okay, so uh, 
Let me go ahead and say this because I have to ask on, on Instagram yesterday. People know me. I'm not an animal person. I don't own no dogs, cats. We had a fish once upon a time. It died. So I just, I don't really do animals like that. I'm just not a big animal person. Wish them well in life, but ain't no dogs around here. Ain't no cats, right? So I ask people, like, is this normal? Because, you know, maybe I'm out the loop. I've never had a pet. Not even as a little girl. Never had a pet. So I'm like, well, is this what dog owners do? Did, I mean, I've heard of people neutering. I think that's where they cut the dog's balls off so they can't get other dogs pregnant. I might be wrong. So I've heard of neutering, but I didn't know people masturbated their dogs. It was just like, what? And then people started telling me, like, no, that's not normal tea. Because you know, I don't own pets. So I don't know what y'all do with y'all's pets. And the way he's talking and laughing, I'm like, is this normal behavior? Everybody told me on um, Instagram, no, it's not normal. You're not supposed to be jerking after dinner. <laughs> the fact, who do that? Gross. So they're saying, like, no, that's not normal. And, and, you know, and then people who didn't know about the court documents were saying, oh, well, you know, it's his podcast. Joe, you know, he has a sixth sense of humor. He's being funny. And I initially thought that as well. But then when I finally got a chance to read to the, through the court documents, I'm like, okay, no, that wasn't him being funny on the show. He really does this because this isn't a court document where Sin Santana is blasting him. So I, it just made me uncomfortable. You know, like I said, I, I don't know much about dogs, but I'm like, that don't sound right. Just like with Shane Dawson, when he was talking about, you know, trying to fuck his cat. I'm like, is that normal? Like, what, what the hell's wrong with people? You know, animals are basically like children. They're helpless. They need, they need their human partners to help them through life. But they don't need that type of help. And I mean, my thing is if the dog has to get off, why not just take it to a female dog and have them mate? I thought that's what most people did. But again, I don't own dogs. I don't, I don't know how that all works. I don't even want to think about no dogs having sex. I don't know. But I just thought that was just really creepy, right? So now, this is where I have to put all of this together. This is where we get into the humiliation ritual, okay? And we were talking about this earlier on, um, a little bit on Instagram. So I've talked about humiliation rituals before. I was one of the first people in the sector, I guess, to even bring that up. If you guys remember two years ago, I did a video on Roseanne Barr and everything that happened to her during the Valerie, I believe, what was her last name? Valerie Jarrett situation where Roseanne Barr went on a racist tirade, claimed, you know, she tried to blame Ambien. And at that point, from what I, from what I came to, my conclusion was, that was an entire humiliation ritual for Roseanne Barr. Because if you remember, Roseanne Barr, when her career wasn't popping, she was the truth teller. And she was, you know, telling truth to power and everything else. When they took her show from her, that was a whole setup. That was a punishment. Because for years she went around, you know, being the truth teller, exposing Hollywood, talking about stuff that a lot of, and she, you, you could consider Roseanne Barr an A-list celebrity. At that time, because even when her show went off the air, I mean, she was well-known, well-loved, well-respected for the most part. Um, so I believe that they brought her back and gave her that show only to basically humiliate, to humiliate her, take the show from her. Um, they removed like the old episodes of Roseanne from television. I mean, it was a mess. They really, really punished her and her whole, um, family, her whole TV family turned against her. 
So it was almost like payback for everything she had been saying over the years against the industry. So now this is where Joe Budden ties into all this. Like I've been saying, you had a lot of these black dudes recently have been going through, you know, different humiliation rituals. Some not as strong as others. But even when we think about the case with Tory Lanez, okay? Remember, during the whole quarantine, when everything first went down, Tory Lanez was really popular, okay? Remember, he was getting hundreds of thousands of people in his live streams. That quarantine radio on Instagram really revived his career. At that point, nobody was really checking for Tory like that. He was there, but it was like, eh, whatever. But quarantine radio really helped to propel him. So much so that he was even offered a, a show deal where they're going to take quarantine radio to, to the networks, right? Then everything happened with the whole Meg Thee Stallion situation. And so his career is now, you know what I'm saying, kaputs. And when you think about it, why would somebody who was on such a high trajectory allow himself to be put in a situation where you would shoot somebody, you know what I'm saying? And now he's basically lost everything and that is of his own fault. But I believe that sometimes they prop these men up with intentions of bringing them down for different reasons. Remember on top of Tory Lanez and his BS, remember Lil Boosie. Remember he was also, is it, is it lagging? Okay. I'll be, I'll be uploading this. Don't worry, you guys. Just hit refresh. On top of that, we had little Boosie. Remember also during quarantine, his live streams were popping. You could go on to a Boosie live and it'd be thousands of people in there. He was showing all types of freaky stuff. Uh, Instagram was pushing him through the algorithm like crazy. Literally, when you would come on to Instagram, your feed would be just full of just TNA. Girls literally having sex on camera compliments of Boosie. Women just showing their coochie lips for $1,000 compliments of Boosie. And they allowed him to go through the algorithm. He was pushed. He gained a lot of followers. And then what happened? As of last week, or maybe it's, I think it's going on two weeks now, they snatched his IG from him. After they allowed him to get all that popularity, they snatched it from him. And as of yesterday, this is what Lil Boosie is now begging Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, at this point, it's just, it's a shame. So if you guys do not know, Boosie, ooh, hold on, is offering Mark Zuckerberg, but he calls him Mark Zuckerberger. <laughs> He's offering to give him $100,000 just to give him his Instagram page back. This man has been on a hobo tour. All over Instagram, the shade room, literally begging this white man, this white corporation for his Instagram page back. Imagine if he would have took that same money and invested into a good website, a good, you know, where he could stream on his website and then do whatever. But he's begging to go back onto that platform. So I feel like that's another person they kind of built up to tear down, right? But those are just slight cases. Those aren't like really, really deep cases. Another one we can also say who I feel was definitely going through, through a more serious humiliation ritual was Nick Cannon. And I've been talking about him for weeks. Now, you guys remember he called himself trying to bring Professor Griff on his show. 
And this was a show that was recorded, I believe, a year ago. And then he decided to, you know, post it during the quarantine, you know, trying to go viral. And he was saying a lot of shit on there that he had no business saying. So on top of bringing Professor Griff on there, him saying that people who lack melanin are, are subhuman and all types of other nonsense, and then also going in on the Jewish community, he found himself in hot water. And what did Nick Cannon do? He went on a hobo tour, basically apologizing, groveling to the Jewish community. Remember, we all thought he owned Wildin' Out. Come to find out he didn't own anything. He's another person who was sitting there talking about what black folks need to do and how they need to have ownership, and he didn't even own his own brand. So basically, he's another, you know, he, he likes titles. He didn't own any of that stuff. And they fired him from his own show. And since then, he's just been, you know, I, I, I took time out to read the whole Torah. I'm interviewing a rabbi. He's just been doing everything to get back in the good graces. And like I said, in a minute, you're going to find out that he's going to probably convert to Judaism at this point. He's so desperate to get his show back. That is a, a, a great example of a humiliation ritual. What Nick Cannon is going through. Where a lot of times in the industry, they will, they will boost you up, propel you. And the second you say something or you step on the wrong toes, they're going to humiliate you and shame you publicly. Remember, up until now, everybody thought Nick Cannon was this great, savvy, young black businessman. Then come to find out he didn't own anything. He was a worker. He was an employee. They, they put all that stuff out there. We didn't know. They put it all out there. And then he had to beg, and then he was trying to demand that Viacom come to the table and negotiate with him and give him back his stuff. Well, that's not how negotiations work. You don't negotiate after the fact. You come to the table before the show, before anything is created with your negotiations at hand. You, you can't come back 10 years later and, and demand anything. You have no leg to stand on. And then remember, they also claimed that Nick Cannon was going to be suing Viacom. And I kept telling folks, he has no leg to stand on. He can't sue something that he does not own. And then it came out, what, 24 hours later, that, that was a lie. He has no money to sue them, and he's not going to sue them. Well, who put that out there? Because people were clowning him like, really, Nick? So it's like just been a lot of stuff that's going on. So now this is how this ties back to Joe um, Button. Let me read this super chat. Amimani says, you don't get fame unless they control your mind or they have some hot tea to take you down. When not, when not, if they're ready, you are used for their agenda. And then discarded, Roseanne said the wrong shit, and that was the end of her. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. And you are correct. You are very correct. Um, Jay Williamson, $49.99, says, they like, like they did Michael Jackson, Tupac, Whitney Houston. Exactly. Especially with, like, Whitney and Michael, as much as they gave to the industry, remember, everybody wants to, you know, talk about them in such high regards now that they passed. But, but if you guys really want to, you know, remember the real tea, while they were here, while they were here on Earth, what did the media and most people regard Whitney Houston as? A crackhead? All she did was snort coke. All they did was talk about her physical appearance and the fact that she was getting high. Crack is whack. What did they do while Michael Jackson was here? Remember, he was wacko jacko. It wasn't until after he passed, all of a sudden the media had all this sympathy for him. 
But while he was here, he was wacko jacko. He was a suspected pedo and all types of stuff. You know, so the whole situation is crazy. Lauren Hill as well. Somebody mentioned Lauren Hill. Exactly. When Lauren Hill um, decided to leave the industry because she saw a lot of shady things and she didn't want to, you know, make a choice between her family and the industry, they basically made her out to be crazy. You know, and, and talked down and, and, you know, made her out to like, like, how dare you? You on a winning streak. How dare you not make a second and a third album? How dare you take time out to go raise your children? So they do a lot of things to people's reputation. Remember Doja Cat. That was another slight humili uh, humiliation ritual. Remember, where, like, where did this, if you really think about it, how did all of this stuff leak? And trend the internet. How did it end up trending on Twitter? The average person before this was trending on Twitter. I had never heard of, of, in, of an incel chat. I haven't heard a tiny chat since 2009. But there were all these recordings. There was all this stuff. Do Doja Cat was on there drunk acting a fool. So you know when they want to. Pull the reins on somebody and let them know, hey, you doing a bit too much. And if you don't listen, we can bring out more stuff to make you look bad. They'll do just that. Now, I know a few people are saying that um, Lizzo did a humiliation ritual. Absolutely not. Let's clear that up. Lizzo sitting there with her ass out in that T-shirt. That was not a humiliation ritual. That was Lizzo being an attention whore, okay? Plain and simple. She wanted to show her ass and twerk. That is Lizzo's personality. Everything in the industry is not a humiliation ritual. She was not embarrassed by that. Maybe people might have clomped her, you know, had some jokes. But that's what Lizzo wanted to do. That is what Lizzo wanted to wear. Please do not bring Lizzo into the conversation, okay? Keeping it real. She ain't too humiliated. She's still dancing with her ass out. <laughs> So I seen a few people saying that no, that was not a humiliation ritual at all. <laughs> um, so now let me go down. Okay, I've been out here an hour and 12 minutes. So let me break down why I feel like the Joe Budden situation is definitely a humiliation ritual. The Odell Beckham situation, yes, that's embarrassing if he really did that and asked that girl to shit on him. That's just gross. But that's not really humiliation because those girls are known to be liars. So he can kind of walk away from that unscathed. Bow Wow, somebody's definitely trying to take Bow Wow down. And I don't feel bad for him. He needs to learn to keep his damn hands to himself, okay? But the Joe Budden situation, let me go ahead and break this down for y'all who don't know, okay? If you guys don't know, before the Tahiri situation happened, Joe Budden and Charlemagne the God were beefing. Put a teacup if you guys know that. They were beefing before all this abuse stuff came out with Tahiri. Charlemagne the God called out Joe Budden. Said that he didn't understand business. Because Joe Budden is saying that he's leaving Spotify. Spotify is racist. Okay, good. So y'all know what I'm talking about. Basically, he feels like Spotify is racist. <clears throat> Let me keep it real. Um, Joe Budden's podcast, I don't listen to it all the time, but I do listen to it when I can. I did like his podcast. I do like uh, Rory, is that his name, Rory and Mal, um, or Mal. Um, 
I like listening to them. I think they have good synergy. And I was happy when they got their spot, their Spotify deal because I thought that was really dope that they could go from YouTube to getting a legitimate podcasting deal. That's what everybody wants at the end of the day. So they got this deal two years ago, okay? And what Joe Budden did with his fan base, with the, the fan base he was able to create from Everyday Struggle, he basically bought a lot of black people, black men, black consumers to Spotify, so let's keep that real. He bought a lot of folks of color to Spotify who ordinarily would not have went to Spotify, but they went to follow Joe Budden because they enjoyed his podcast. One of my really good homeboys, he's a huge Joe Budden fan. He listens to every single podcast and he keeps me abreast on the ones that I need to listen to. So he called me. He was letting me know about the whole Joe Budden and Charlemagne thing. So I was listening to it and, you know, just kind of peeping game. So when it came time to negotiate the deal, they were literally trying to give Joe Button and his co co-host, uh, what was it, Rolls, uh, not Rolls Royces, but Rolex watches, trying to give them what we call nigga trinkets. Instead of a check, we're just going to give you a Cadillac. We're going to give you a watch. We're going to give you some, you know, grills. And Joe's like, fuck no. We want a check. Y'all literally bought, uh, what's the other Joe? Joe Rogan. Y'all literally took him from YouTube, gave him a hundred million dollar contract to be with Spotify for a, for a extended amount of time, gave him all that money. Now, don't get me wrong. Joe Rogan's been in the game a long time. He's put in work. I enjoy his podcast. I, I listen to his podcast when I can. He's put in work over the years. I was super happy for him when he got that deal. Why? Because it gives competition to YouTube. YouTube needs competition. So wasn't nobody more happier than Joe Rogan getting that deal than TT. Because YouTube needs a competitor. Right? But how do you sit there and give him a $100,000 deal? And then when Joe um, Budden is saying, well, hey, this is what we're worth. Here are our analytics. This is what we think we should get. And they tell him, no, we can only give you X amount of dollars. So Joe Budden walked away from the deal and was like, no, I know my worth. I'm not taking that. And I, and I agree with him. At some point in time, you have to know your worth. You have to know when people are bullshitting you, when they're insulting you. He bought a whole demographic of people to Spotify only to be used and shitted on. And he wasn't having it. Trust and believe a lot of that money that they're paying Joe Rogan probably came out of damn Joe Button's check. Let's keep that real. A lot of these companies will take from one person to go and pay another person that they feel is a bigger star. So Joe wasn't having it. And so then what ended up happening is that Charlemagne came out and was calling out Joe Button and saying, well, you, you don't know about business and you can't compare yourself to Joe Rogan. You can't compare yourself to a network. And so then they had their back and forth. So let me go ahead and play you guys what Charlemagne had to say. If it's lagging, y'all already know what I'm going to do, so don't, don't worry. People getting kicked out, just go ahead and re hit refresh. I'm going to read this super chat. Moonbaby07 says, Mal is a super colorist T. He's made very colorist, hateful tweets about black women and never apologized. Thank you so much for the super chat. I didn't know that. Like I said, I don't know much about them. I can barely pronounce his name. But thank you for that. I will look into that. 
Um, Hide for L says, hey, T, I'm currently at work. You're getting me through the last 30 minutes. I can't go home and watch the playback. You, oh, I can't wait to go home and watch the playback. You're the realest. I'm proud of everything you have accomplished. Thank you so much. And I'm glad I'm helping you make it through work. Thanks for coming through and thanks for watching. Appreciate you. Um, Tom Tam Entertainment says, Terry Crews is another one who went through the who went through a humiliation when he said the agent groped him. Mm, thank you. That is a really really good point. Remember when he started speaking, he was one of the only males who came out during the whole Me Too situation. And since then, he went from being a victim to now when you look at Terry Crews, everybody's equating him with a coon. So yeah, that's very interesting. So let me go ahead and play you guys um Oh, somebody said that Ma, that Ma did apologize. Okay, like I said, I don't know anything about that situation. I'll go ahead and re uh, refresh the page. Hopefully that will help. So let me go ahead and play you guys what Charlemagne the God had to say. Give me just a moment here. Agent or as an attorney who knows his worth but doesn't know how to properly negotiate it. Because if you keep doing deals with various corporations and you keep getting trash ass deals, that's on you. Like things like vacation days, bonuses, all of that has to be negotiated in your contract from the beginning. But that, but that should, should that be his manager or his agent or as an attorney? You know, shouldn't they be looking out for his best interest, especially somebody who's done this rodeo before that knows that? I mean, I know my attorney has been through this before, so she's helped a lot. And, you know, yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't it be that? Like, you know, there's gonna be certain things that I might not know to ask for, but that's what I pay her for, right? Yeah, and also, too, when I hear, um, like, when I heard Joe, like, comparing his show to, like, you know, Spotify signing Gimlet for hundreds of millions and The Ringer for hundreds of millions and Paracast for hundreds of millions, I think it's very important to note that they got that money from Spotify because because they are actual networks with tons of IP. Those networks have a bunch of shows and other content, a bunch of staff that knows how to make those shows. You can't compare your one show to a whole network. Okay, so you guys just heard what Charlemagne had to say. So Joe Button definitely was not feeling that. And people felt like, you know, why would Charlemagne say that? You know, you're kind of coming from a place of you know, maybe jealousy, maybe hate, I don't know. But Joe Button ended up responding to him. Let me go ahead and pull that um, up here real quick. Give me just a second. Okay. So this was Joe Budden's response to Charlemagne. And it was like a 40-minute um, podcast. This I'm just going to play you guys a few minutes. We're not going to listen to the whole 10 minutes of it um, on this video that I found. This way. Know why? Because it's fucking mine. And since you don't understand that, Charlemagne, let me paint a different example for you. Let me come to your house every day and paint over 400 of your favorite sneakers. A different paint every day. <laughs> Would you let me? Hmm. You? You? Hmm. No, of course you wouldn't let me fucking do that. It's silliness. I'm on the phone with Charlemagne listening to my brother fight for oppression <laughs> it don't make sense and he don't even under he don't even see it still it bothers me when i have to waste time to turn around and explain some shit to somebody that's right but fine let's do it charlemagne they ushered your ass right out of the hbo doors why according to you for something you didn't do <laughs> 
That's oppression. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't have your own. We're not fighting the same fight at all. Your MTV2 show, where is it? It's gone. Know why it's gone? Because white people said it should be gone. <laughs> white people didn't see the value in your amazing show, Charlemagne, that you were pulling creators up from Twitter, giving them a look, letting them eat. It was a good show. It don't matter if it's good, Rory. Oh, no, I know if we don't, if we don't have the power to keep it here, I know the point, <laughs> the exact point you're making. Am I off? No. no, no, no. Okay, so you guys can always go and watch the full podcast, but he made some really good points. He really hit on a lot. I, w- I was shocked. I was shocked when I listened to his podcast and just. How um, just aware and how I mean, he's always been somewhat woke, but just how aware and how he was able to articulate himself, especially against Charlemagne. Now, I know you guys caught that that shade that he threw at Charlemagne when he talked about how he lost his HBO deal. Now, the HBO deal that Charlemagne lost was due to the R allegations against that young woman, Jessica, in South Carolina, who said that Charlemagne and her friends had art her back in the 90s. Remember, that was a viral story back then. And they ended up, he lost his whole show deal because of that. So he brought that up. And literally within 48 hours, Hollywood Unlock came out with the interview with Tahiri Jose talking about Joe Button abusing her and breaking her rib and all this other stuff. So I thought that was just really, really interesting. So I was, and then he seemed to have kind of quelled that fire. You know, he had responded to Tahiri. But then it was like, okay, he kind of quelled that. Now we about to hit him with all this. Then the sin audio came out. Then the whole court case came out. The documents from the court case. And then the damn puppy audio came out. So... Maybe some, I see some people saying maybe it's karma. It could be karma. Or think about it. Who has a reason to get Joe Budden back? Spotify. So that is how you look at these humiliation rituals. Who did he disrespect? Who did he go against? He went against a major corporation like Spotify. And now all his business is being put out there. Now, he did respond um, to the Sin Santana and I guess all the drama that he's going through. Let me see if I can find his response. Basically, he responded like Nick Cannon, honey. You know how Nick Cannon, when they were, uh, when, you know, when he was getting drugged, all of a sudden he was reporting live from heaven and, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. He kind of responded like that. So this was Joe Button's response. Somebody says... Bro, I don't know who you pissed off, but this smear campaign is crazy at Joe Button. He replies back and he says, you can't kill nothing that's ready to die. You know, hopefully he's not thinking about offing himself. It's, it's not that serious. But I definitely feel like, you know, there's a lot of shit in the mix with this whole Joe Button situation. I feel like it goes deeper. This is not excusing Anything he's done to any of these women. 
This is not excusing him kissing his son on the mouth, open mouth. This is not excusing him jerking off his dog. But what I'm saying is that I find it very, very interesting, if you look at this esoterically, that he was beefing with Charlemagne the God not even a week ago and Spotify. I mean, he went on a 40-minute rant and basically blasted Spotify, showed the back end of their deal, showed the shady practices that Spotify was doing to him and his podcast, how they weren't giving him his analytics, how they were playing him on his money and everything else. And then all of a sudden, here comes a flood of just everything against Joe in less than a week. So those are just some of the things that make you go, hmm. Let's see here. Higher uh, Man says, I agree, team. Um, it's very convenient. Joe jerked off his dog. You must be late, hoodie. We, we, you don't have to watch the replay. Yeah, everybody's now calling it um, Puppygate, you know. So no matter what he does now, even if he is able to somewhat bounce back from this, it's not a good look. He has lost a majority. Now, I'm not going to say majority because I know he has a, a fan base that's going to rock with him. You know, he's going to have certain people in his fan base going to rock with him no matter what. But I'm sure he's also lost a lot of his fan base due to all this paperwork coming out. And that's not normal stuff that's in that damn, in those documents. You know, and I think that's why since Santana is talking in circles, because now it's like she's shook. And regardless of her, Joe's situation, they still have a child to raise together. So the whole situation is just, it's messy, it's creepy. But I just find the timing of all of this stuff very interesting. Because he was speaking truth to power last week. And I don't give a damn who tells something. The truth is the truth no matter who tells it. And he was speaking a lot of truth, especially against what Charlemagne was saying. So I don't know. The whole situation is crazy, honey. Let me go ahead and read this super chat. I'm Daphne C. Says, hey, T, I didn't get the notification from Biatch Ash YouTube, but I'm here. LOL. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't think they were giving out notifications tonight. YouTube has been bugging the whole stream. But I'm glad we're able to get through it. Um, Ladeja says, hey, T, one of Joe's recent pods, he talked about Lexington masturbating and him egging it on. I took it as a joke, but now it's going to come out. It's kind of creepy-ish. I just know it. Oh, like I said, I don't listen to his podcast all the time. It's just sporadically. I didn't know about that. Now, Lexington is what? Three? I mean, kids do grab themselves down there when they're that young, you know, but it's just certain things that just doesn't need to be repeated. You know, we're living the world of P-gate. Don't paint, you know, he's a beautiful little boy. Don't paint pictures for pedos on the Internet to be able to sexualize your child in any way, especially a toddler. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's yeah, that ain't cool. Let's see here. Come on, Joe. Jokes about kids are not funny, period. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, I just, you know, like I said. Well, okay, so Baby XO says, I'm not canceling Joe F out of here. 
So exactly, you have every right not to. That's why I was saying he's still going to have his strong fan base, his hardcore fans who are going to rock with him. So I hope that you know all of this stuff that's being put out there does not lead him to want to hurt himself. I'm sure it's it's hurtful, it's stressful. He's going through a lot, but he still has his hardcore fans like you and you know tons of people that are still going to support him. But you know, unfortunately, with everything that's come out, you're also going to have that segment that's not going to support him. You know, just like with Charlemagne, there's still people who support him and listen to the Breakfast Club. And there's people after those R allegations came out, uh, um, you know, that Jessica had against him, who people just tuned him out and they stopped listening to the Breakfast Club. So at the end of the day, it's up to each individual person to make their own decision on who they want to support and who they want to put their support behind. But yeah, so this has been a very, very, um, ooh, content issues. Okay, They're, they just sent me a notice for content issues, I guess. Well, on that note, I'm out. We made it through this stream. I have recorded it, so I'll be re-uploading it because um, I don't know what they mean by content issues, but I'll be re-uploading it. So on that note, you guys, thank you guys for taking time out to join me this evening. I know it's been a crazy day, but I'm glad we're able to get through the stream. Thank you to everyone who sent the super chat. I really appreciate it. And then, once again, don't forget to join the membership if you're interested in being on the Discord. Let me read this last super chat. Candace Barber says, been a long time tea sipper since sitting on your bed days. Yeah, you're definitely an OG because I remember those days. Thank you so much. Um, Jay Stavia says, Joe is weird as F. I have a dog, male, and I would never. Been here since the LOL natural hair days on the news network. I'm a slow or slow. I'm a slow or low sipper. One of those. I'm a join tonight. Got to get on Discord. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So thank you, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. YouTube is booting people out. So that just means it's time for me to go. So I'll talk to you guys later. You guys have a good evening. Thanks.